thing I've ever seen, ever. It was as if the trees and the bushes and the ground, as if everything was made of Waterford crystal. And then for a brief moment, the sun came out, and I kid you not, I was going by Bemis slowly on Ogden Avenue, and I had to pull off to a side street because it looked as if the world was made of millions of disco balls. I mean, it was astonishing. And I thought, if only it could always be so beautiful like this, just perfect. But I knew, I knew that once the temperatures would rise, that world would literally, literally evaporate. And it did. And before long, it was gone. Sometimes that's what beautiful moments are like. They are ephemeral. You cannot hold on to them no matter how much you wish you could. But time can never be frozen in place. Things change, sometimes quickly. Sometimes delight becomes sadness in the blink of an eye. And in Exodus, we encounter a world where change comes like that. Their health and their economic stability evaporated into fear with a single verse. But I also want you to know that this is a story which after fear and from fear grows hope. Hope prevails. The passage I read describes a world that is turned upside down in, as I said, a single verse's notice, sort of like hearing in March of 2020 that we're going to close down for a few weeks. Who knew? I mentioned that the book of Genesis ends with Joseph dying, and it acknowledges that he lived a long and good life, 110 years long. And we know that Joseph had been Pharaoh's advisor. He'd ensured that his people, the Israelites, were treated fairly and fed even in the most difficult of times. And they did, as it said, began to multiply. But with one verse, one verse, that tidy world that ended in Genesis unravels. A new king arose who did not know Joseph. This new king did not know that Joseph had treated not only his people, but all of Egypt with care and compassion. And this king treated the Hebrews harshly, regarded them as a threat to Egypt, and so with a single verse, a new king arose who did not know Joseph. One verse, and their world is in shambles. Sometimes it just takes a couple of words. Like if the doctor says the biopsy is of concern. Or this flu looks to be more severe than first imagined or your division of the company, it's no longer needed. A new king arose who did not know Joseph. A few words, and the world is in despair. But I promise you, it is a story of hope, even though it takes a little bit of time. 
It's a story of hope in the midst of disaster. And the hope comes, begins, I should say, in the next few verses of Exodus. Because what transpires is a peculiar story of a male child born to peasant Israelite parents. But remember, the Pharaoh had ordered that all the male children were to be thrown into the river. But this baby, born with the help of two remarkable midwives, is placed in a woven basket, floated in the river, and raised by Pharaoh's daughter. That baby, of course, is Moses, who grows up to lead his people. And it's said that through Moses, and this is really important in the Hebrew story, through Moses, the children of Israel once again discover God. Moses becomes the critical connection between God and God's people. And yet Moses is born amid the rubble. I mean, the story, I think, sounds a little familiar, right? I mean, I hope it does, because a baby born to poor parents, placed in a basket, is very reminiscent of a baby born to poor parents and laid in a manger. Moses has a pharaoh who wishes to have him killed. Jesus has a king named Herod who wished to do the same. The trajectory, the link between Moses and Jesus is that God brings hope when your world feels hopeless. God brings a direction and a path when one sentence, one verse, suddenly changes everything. I don't think the relationship is going to last. The admissions office sends a letter that says, you are a very good candidate, but it's a no. A new king arose who did not know Joseph. But I promise you, it's a story of hope. It's a story of hope because this story that leads to the birth of Moses, to a baby born in a wooden basket in a river, is linked to a baby born in a manger made of wood to a savior on a timbered cross. And that link to you and to me is through this oaken table. And so we come to this table, to this moment, not as some sentimental ritual, not as an act of mindless tradition, but we come to this oaken table because this is where new beginnings are born. This table is a reminder of the hope that came in a basket to the Hebrews and the hope that came in a manger to Christians. The bread and the cup reminds you and me that nothing can separate us from the love of God. And we come to hear from Jesus that verse that can sustain us even through the heartaches of life. Jesus said, do this and remember me. That, my friends, is our hope. That is our new beginning. May it be so.